0: Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's below decks I go. I disengage and run away. <laughs> hi-ho, 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 I know.
0: Race to the Sunken Star takes place in Tesora de Mar the underwater city of the mermaids, and the abyssal trench that borders it to the north. The city is currently in the throes of an annual celebration renowned across the ocean floor, the abysmal festival. Citizens and visitors alike flock to streets, don their finest costumes, cheer on giant racing sea horses, and dance and drink throughout the week-long celebration unscrupulous villains, colorful out-of-towners, and joyful celebrants can be found around every corner of the wild city during the great public gathering. Just beyond the city's borders, however, things have begun to stir after centuries of silence. Capactoli's Trench, the deepest point in the great sea, harbors all a manner of strange creatures. By chance and fate, the fallen star itself has come to rest at the bottom of the trench, its magical power inadvertently freeing an ancient evil that now threatens not only the festival above, but the entire world. To recover the star and save the city, the party must venture beneath the waves, make friends with the finned folk of the shimmering city, and ultimately brave the lightless depths of the barren deeps. I it's don't magic, I don't know if you you'll know? let me
2: do
3: this but I'm gonna ask anyways okay so some of that bone from the uh, Leviathan okay uh, I want to collect like one of the small pieces of it and I would like to if you would let me and again you can say no but I would like to craft part of the Leviathan bone into my uh, new arcane focus. Where, to what end? Just so it's I have a Leviathan bone arcane focus.
2: Yeah,
3: it, it really, it's cool. it really, it has no relevance other than I can say it's a Leviathan bone, or it has Leviathan bone added into it, or or I can inlay it. To, I can inlay it into the wood easily enough. But okay. if I could just have it out of the bone, it'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, we'll say there's a shard piece of the bone that you're able nice. to pull out of the crack and go,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome,
1: nice. Um,
3: and then also while we're going around, uh, I do try to see if any of the vendor or any of the merchants are willing to buy the Leviathan bone.
2: Um, I am rolling really well in your guys' favor tonight. Yeah,
0: you find a set of sailors, very scrappy-looking guys. Like we're talking it's somewhere between uh, old-age Vikings and old Native American like a lot of their ship looks like they just battered and beat things together until it worked threw together whatever scraps of whatever they could find laying around together and somehow put together a decent boat that could get across the ocean so the worst type of boat you can think of that functions and they see the bone and they're like "Ooh, leviathan bone yes
3: Ooh. Ironically right. enough, I just we just slayed it. You slay Leviathan. Yes. See. Well, it was it was an undead Leviathan with a soul and a crystal which I imploded. But yeah, yeah. What do you say? I have no idea. Okay. Anyways, I have Leviathan bone for sale, and if you are interested, ignore her. So I sit there and I'm like. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely for sale. If you got the coin, I am more than happy to uh, part with it. He looks at you and he's like,
0: well, uh, we... we uh,
1: Come on, man. What's the worst that can happen?
0: We, we no carry coin. We, we do carry stone. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Guy? We, we mostly use stone for, uh, for, for, for catapult, but this stone, too shiny... And he picks up, like, a small uh, cantaloupe melon size white pearl.
2: Oh, heck yeah.
3: Sold. You take... Yes.
0: ...for the bone. Absolutely. So two of the guys dive into the water with ropes tailed off to their ship, go over it, and they start hauling it and lashing it around these bones and tying it off, and they're like, untie or cut? You can cut. And they cut the rope, and haul it over to their ship
2: yeah. and do the
3: pearl.
0: And,
1: gang.
3: and I go, okay, we leave. Safe travels.
1: Bye. And, they go.
3: <laughs> and then I find another merchant who wants to uh, buy said giant pearl. Alright, so while the pearl does sound like it would be worth a lot, it's only worth about 200 gold.
1: Uh, was that worth more or less than the bone?
3: Yeah, it was about the same. Honestly, yeah. we got the bone technically for free, so it's a profit of 200 gold. It's a <laughs> 200% increase.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like the way you think, my guy. Because
0: for a pearl that size, if it, it was a flawless pearl, you're looking at like 600 to 800 gold. Yes. This yeah, is no. very flawed because of the type of people who had
2: it. Wow. Like I said,
0: very scrappy style cake. I mean, they cake. thought
1: they had something good.
0: And for them, yes, this was incredibly good. But to them, something like Leviathan Bone is way more valuable because they don't... They they value things for its function, not for
1: its value.
3: We had no use for it other than me being a money gimme, gimme, gimme. So the fact that I got 200 gold out of it for a little bit of work lashing it, I call that a positive (laughs) win.
1: Fair. Alright,
0: so I'm going to show you guys here on the map right after I take a picture of it.
3: Alright, yes! Now I officially get an extra P8
0: spell damage. So here's the Labyrinth Basin. It was roughly right in the middle here where you guys got swallowed up by the Leviathan. Mm -hmm. The Serene Deep is only about four days journey north up here. Okay. So in that four day time period you have run into sailing merchants who value sailing on the wild waters as opposed to the more the line nose in the air tie style of merchants who prefer to stay on the dragon's coin so for all you know you were dealing with pirates you could have been dealing with thieves mercenaries assassins you don't know but you know you made good trade and you got out with your lives and
1: and your ship so but more importantly our lives you know you did good heck yeah
0: So over the course of that four days that you guys sail, you get into the what you know to be the Serene Deeps. And so
2: cold.
0: Right off the bat, the same thing that Mercer noticed when you guys went to the Labyrinth Basin, where the, uh, the compass started <laughs> to spin radically in random directions and flip flop and everything. It kind of starts to do the same thing where it randomly starts pointing in different directions or it spins one direction or the other and then it'll point then it'll point a different way and it'll spin and it'll point a different way except this time its movements are more sharp and definitive as opposed to random and chaotic like they were before.
3: So it feels like something's moving
0: it could be something under the water is moving or it could be
3: because you guys are moving it could be because of the way the water is so if i if i i I asked hal to bring the boat to a stop for a moment try to weigh anchor uh not weigh anchor but drop sails so we we lose the winds and so we raise the sails no because we 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 don't want the sails to or, yeah, sorry, raise the sales.
0: Well, if you drop sales, the sales catch the wind.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking,
3: um, yeah.
0: Up is down, down is up. I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: Shake your head for yes, nod for no. Pretty much.
0: Um, so he yells up, if you want to raise the sales, you guys got to climb the ropes and do it.
3: So I have the crew do it. All right. <laughs> we have a crew. They can do it. Go.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just. Blew up a Leviathan. You want to mess with me?
2: <laughs> Come at me, bro.
3: As I'm in my crow's nest. Ah. Yeah, you you were the one who did it, didn't
0: you? Yeah, I am.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> uh. rocked that Leviathan's everything. Children
3: are in proximity. <laughs> it may not have been my smartest decision.
1: But if it, works, it, is it just... worked, it worked but so if the, it works is it not smart
0: so the crew along with the help of clevy and bolo get the uh, the sails up and you guys quickly slow down you're not stopped but you're moving on momentum not
3: on yeah wind. so i let it, i let it ride for a little bit so that we're basically we're just with the, the water mm-hmm. and then i focus on the compass Does it look like it's still pointing off? It is, but you've noticed that it's starting to slow down a little bit more. And it's just, there's like
0: a constant motion of it turning in different directions, but there's no pattern to it.
3: So So if I crawl out of the crow's nest for a moment and I go to the very end of the boat, does it look like it's facing one way? And as I'm walking, does it start tailing off? Or like does if want it? This even points in a specific
0: direction based on where you're at. Mm-hmm. On the boat. Yeah, it kind of does. Oh man,
3: he's under water.
1: Oh no. Um,
3: if you guys, Mercer will- looks really angry right now. Like, like you can just see like he he is he went from like being like okay I think we not a big deal to he's like super irate. Now, because he has to get in the water and
1: he doesn't reaches, want to. <laughs> Esther reaches down and places a firm yet comforting hand on his little, little shoulder. It's like palming a basketball.
3: We're going in the water. Yeah, man. I hate water.
1: You'll be okay. I know you're an indoor cat, but you'll be okay.
3: And with that, you hear
1: Hal go, what the... Um, How are we... Huh?
0: What? Everybody can give me perception checks.
3: Mercer's so disgruntled.
2: Celine,
3: 15. Mercer.
0: Don't say
2: eight. I think
1: it's an
0: eight. Uh Don't say eight.
1: the got a 17.
0: So far, Selena and the back have it.
1: Esther didn't get it. Got 12.
0: Perception?
3: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, four. Got four. What did you do? Roll
1: a two? I rolled a three. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> okay, Dude. Now,
3: so, well, like I said, he's disgruntled. He's like super angry that he has to deal with the water.
0: Mercer's the only one who didn't see it. Everybody else notices. The, the ship is still moving and is moving a little bit faster than uh, it should be
1: guys
0: with, with the sails rolled up
1: guys, this, this math isn't adding up our knots are increasing
0: you're not going faster you're just moving at a steady pace in a direction and you can't like you should have slowed down almost to a stop by this point and yet somehow you're still
3: So, Mercer...
0: Guys,
1: we haven't stopped. Mercer
3: goes over to the edge of the boat. Mm -hmm. Looks down.
1: Oh, no. Esther locks over with him.
0: Give me a...
3: This would be probably more of an investigation rather than a perception. Investigation, that's gonna be a 26. Um, so which side of the boat did
0: you go to, do, port side or star side? starboard? Starboard. Starboard side. So you look down, and you look the full length of the ship, and you notice in the water two spots, one at the front one at the back, little,
3: the pattern in the water is different.
1: Man, I don't see anything. What are you looking at?
3: Mercer points there and there.
1: Oh, crap. He's back!
3: Do I, can I tell it's something under the water? No, because you can see through it, it's just the pattern of the water is different in
2: those two It's freaking can,
3: can I roll a uh, Arcana? Mm-mm. I believe this is a water elemental. Okay, that would not be Arcana, that would be nature or survival. Mm.
1: Elemental, oh. though. That's a magical creature.
3: Yeah, that's kind of why I was going with Arcana. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. So that's going to be in uh, 11. Oh, man. I failed the... me. I failed
1: me. I'm yeah, yet, No. Oh.
3: Selene <laughs> will do survival. Wait, I thought Mercer was disgruntled and Yes, but at this point... She's been saying something, so he walked over to oh, the edge. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And now he calls for Celine, and she clearly doesn't know either. With a uh, four, seven. So Mercer does what Mercer does best.
1: Oh no! Fireball, man! You're gonna tick it off. You're. Gonna, it's gonna get mad and eat us, dude. Why are you like this? So
3: you fire bolted a water 26. A water element. Oh. All right,
1: give me a second.
0: Because
3: now we got to get the ship
1: out. I don't want to tangle with this thing, man.
3: You know how it works.
2: <laughs>
3: Mercer don't know, Mercer fires.
0: Or as has he so delicately put it, uh, last game session, Mercer done peed off and don't care. So we'll do the fire bolt.
3: So that, was that 26 to hit.
0: That causes initiative. Uh, That does
3: 26 to hit. It was a 26 to hit. And then that does 11 points of damage.
1: Man, you're just going to make it mad.
3: That's the point. I don't know what's going on. I'm already angry. Firebolt. You said 11? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to get his kill. Three.
3: All right. And then you said initiative. Yep. So Mercer, yeah. Go Mercer.
0: Of course. Initiative. What did, uh... I gotta roll for Bolo, too. Where is Bolo? Bolo! Do.
2: Excuse me. them.
0: Bolo. Bolo did really good. What did Celine get? Celine got a 3. What did three. Mercer get? 20. Okay, what did Esther get? 7. And what did Zabak get?
1: 22, oh. yo.
0: <laughs> so we're going to go Zabak. That's going to go Zabak, Mercer, Bolo. Uh creatures Esther and finally Celine. So back. what's she doing?
1: Alright, um So he peeved him off pretty bad. So I can see him now?
0: Uh not from where you're standing, no. You just know he shot at something over the side of the boat.
1: Well I hustle on over there to take a look.
3: Same time, if you jump in, you're gonna get the bonus on your weapon.
1: What? Oh my god, no. That is stupid. I'm not doing you're that. You're
0: trying to kill Zabek, aren't you? How
1: dare you? Why are you like this?
3: If <laughs> you slap Happy and he doesn't care.
2: Oh my god,
3: I'm so tired. <laughs> well, if I was, honestly, if I was trying to kill Zabek, I would have left Zabek's hit points at almost half. <laughs> Okay, now. Okay,
0: now. I finally
1: understood what the heck he means when he says take the average. Oh my god! Was that been dang obvious the whole time?
3: So you come over to our side. She,
0: you can now make an investigation check to notice. (laughs) Yeah, probably. So you see the unusual patterns in the water. Here and here.
1: What? What is that? And we're in an. Yeah. I don't really have anything good.
0: Well, I mean, the skill check at this point was your action.
1: Oh. Okay. So. So you
0: notice them. You just don't know what they are.
1: Okay. What is that?
2: Okay.
0: And it is Mercer's turn.
3: Um you know what, let's give it the Let's give it the good old college effort here. Mercer's gonna bust out a new spell. going to do it at all three. So he sits there. He's like, time to test out the new arsenal. Oh boy. Scorching Ray! Eww.
1: Okay. Ah. Uh-oh. Come on, man. Don't
3: well, me, down First roll was a two. Second roll was a natural... 20, so critical hit. Third one is going to be a 26 again. Yes. Okay, run those by me again. The 26 hits. The natural 20 hits. Yeah, that's a crit. And the, I'm assuming, 11 misses. Yes, 11 misses. Are you shooting at the same one? Yes, I am. Okay. So, first one. 6 8 10 15 20 points from the first attack and 7 from the second ray. Yes. All right, give me just a sec here. Right.
1: You're recording, right?
0: Should be. Yes. Oh, I hit record.
1: Yeah, we recording. Okay. I'm a little paranoid now. Why? All wanna...
0: because you thought it was absolutely hilarious? You almost lost the compass and you didn't know if we were recording?
1: Yeah. Plus <laughs> the one time when we finished the sphincter and had to redo it. Oh, yeah. And it played out almost exactly opposite.
0: Still, it's funny. All right. So you really didn't like that. Oh. It is now Bolo's turn. Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> Bolo runs over to uh, here 5, me. 10, 15 20, 25 30 <sighs> quickly quickly uh, uses his once-per-day experimental invention and creates a weird little gizmo with a lever, Mm -hmm. hands it to Celine and says, hurry up and turn that on.
3: It'll help you. Honor action. Yeah. Since we realize that now that it takes an action to do it. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Oopsie.
0: And... That's his turn. So... One, two, three. It's their turn. Oh, no. This one disappears down into the water. Uh, So You can't tell where that one's at. You guys see this one seep in through the walls of the boat.
1: Oh, no.
0: And then you guys hear two big splashes from behind you as these two... And how goes? Ah! What in nine to crap?
1: This is not good. I don't appreciate being put in this position, sir.
0: That's all they can do this round. So well, it is now Esther's turn.
1: Esther's like, uh, no, we're not doing this. And firebolt. Uh, where? deck, man. Number four. Up here? Yeah. Okay. So let's turn
0: it around.
1: Oh, please let this work. Don't let me miss.
3: <gasps> I would say that's a hit.
1: It's a at 20. It's a at 20. That's good. Yes! I know you that, So, that's a 23 to hit. Oh, Target takes a d10 of fire damage. D, shut up. D10 of fire damage. Yes. <laughs> One day. Oh, I smell toast.
3: That's a yeah. one, dude.
1: That's a one! So,
3: two points of fire damage. So, <sighs> uh, which one?
1: Number four. Number four.
3: So, it so she sits there and she gets ready to cast. And you see this big old fireball start to in, 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 increase. And also, it just.
1: Pew!
3: <laughs> I saw a flicker of flame like the tip of a match.
1: I go. Flying off. And a an em, little ember just goes.
0: And it just kind of shakes its head like...
1: Huh? Oh, crap. Sorry, my bad, my bad. My am I was trying to light my skooma pipe. Sorry.
0: (laughs) And it is Selena's turn. Click. Um,
1: Click, click, boom.
0: You gain a plus one bonus to your AC for ten minutes. And as soon as she does the... Mechanical gizmo just kind of disappears out of her hands. Uh oh.
3: Okay, cool. Well, her AC is currently. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, it'd be a uh, be a thirteen currently.
0: It was, and you hear Jabolo just go. Sucks. I can only do that once a day.
3: Crap. Well, better than that. Yeah. And then uh, Celine is going to move away from the edge of the boat where, you know, bad things happen. So where exactly? She's going to... Uh, oh crap, I probably should have moved to Oh. Wow. Um She, well, I mean, she knows the one slipped under the, into the boat. She's going to go, you know what? I'm going to go check down below. And takes off down below. So 30 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20. It's right here.
0: Twenty five
2: thirty? Yep. Oh, hey,
3: uh uh, uh give me a second Sealy or Cleavy Cleavey Uh there's a uh there's a water me- water elemental on the boat somewhere in front of it in front of you. So be on the
1: watch. Sess makes a weird hissing noise. <sighs> <laughs> Bob Stratus does nothing. He
3: just stands there.
1: His a box of rocks.
3: Just stares in the space, <laughs> like with that cross-eyed look you're
2: making.
3: <laughs> I'm not giving oh, him a no. command, so he doesn't. He just, he just. Lump. Just a lump. I so wish you'd let me take a picture of you doing that.
2: This <laughs> is. Just... <laughs>
3: Basically what is what Bob's ass is doing.
1: <laughs> Bob
3: Bob has no no like it's a is construct. Like,
1: I know, it's like an automaton, but it
3: So he just did it.
1: I know you can't create a soul unless you, you, you there's not
0: a, not a <sighs> okay. um, it's the turn.
1: Okay.
3: Or did Celine was Celine gonna do anything else? That's all she can do. Okay. Because it action to flip the switch run down quick. Hey, there's a water element down here. Be on your guard. As Bob just like... (laughs) Like nothing's ever happening. Some days I wish I could shut my brain off like that.
1: (laughs) What Um, is the back doing? Does the explorer's kit come with torches? Yes. At
0: least ten torches.
1: She lights a torch. Um... I couldn't then go swing the torch at anything because that's the action, right?
3: Uh, Magic weapon's going to do better than that torch.
1: Well, it's... You hear from Mercer? It's an elemental, though. It's water.
3: Magic weapon is going to work better for you. Trust me.
1: All right, she's going to... Eh, tosses... Torch
3: (laughs) off, over the side of the boat.
1: Whoops! That's
0: a waste of a perfectly good torch.
1: <laughs> Whatever, we never use them. And just goes over with that bladed orb. Ah!
0: Right over here?
1: Yeah, number four. Right
0: there. Alright, roll
1: the hit. Come on, my dude. I misgendered you, I'm sorry. Okay, 13 to hit. Uh, you missed. Well, duh. I don't know why I didn't recklessly attack.
3: <laughs> or rage. Oh, I know. You hear from Mercer. Either
1: of those would have been a good idea. My bad. I don't know what accent that was supposed to be. <laughs> it sounded like Italian or French Oh or no!
0: It certainly didn't sound like your usual Scottish
1: accent. I... I messed up. I made a boo-boo.
0: Don't
1: no, do that again. <coughs> I cannot promise that.
0: <laughs> um, it is Mercer's turn.
1: As I offend both Scottish and Irish listeners everywhere. Um.
3: Uh. Yeah. He's going to take his action, and he's going to construct his uh little force ballista. Okay. As a bonus action, number three. And an 11 is going to miss.
2: Oh, yes,
1: Man. Dude. Come on, man.
3: It happens.
0: Um, I'm surprised you haven't used the protective ability that that thing has. What?
3: Mercer's AC is pretty good.
0: It creates a field of protection, doesn't it, within a 20-foot radius?
3: Uh, can emits a burst of protective energy granting itself and each creature of your choice within 10 feet, uh, 10 feet. Uh, equal to 1 uh, d8 uh, hit points plus your intellect modifier. Oh. So, no, not worth it. <sighs>
1: okay. Cool. I don't know.
3: It just adds to your hit points? Yeah, it just gives me a 1d8, so a minimum of 6 to a maximum of 13 temporary hit points. That's it. And then it's done. So where the Force Ballista is 2d8 force damage within 120 feet and can push a target uh, 5 feet away, um, or the Flamethrower, which does a fifteen-foot cone, two D8 fire. That's yeah. Okay. All right. So that's Mercer's turn. Yep. Is he moving at all? Uh. Yeah, the chicken. He is. He's going to run uh twenty feet that way. So through Esther's spot. Yep. Five, hey, man. Ten up the stairs. Yep. Fifteen. <clears> throat> 20, throat> right there. Right there. And then five feet over uh, towards the back, so he's not next to the rail. <coughs> he feels better. Okay.
0: And then it is Bolo's turn. Bolo turns and looks at this guy and goes five, ten, or five feet up. <sighs> I don't like this. Holds the wrench like it's a crossbow.
1: What?
3: Because it's his
2: spell cast oh, focus, right, so he's I just
3: remember. firebolt. <laughs> See, i got everyone doing the finger guns. He didn't do finger guns. No, he's using the wrench as a gun.
1: Oh, Lord.
3: <laughs>
0: and that's a 20, or not a 20, an 18 to hit, which does hit. Ooh. Seven points of damage on number three.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's just kind of looking at the thing. He goes, These things look nasty.
1: No duh, man.
0: And it's their turn. Oh, crap. So let's start with this guy down here.
1: Have I mentioned I don't like this? 5, it's like not 20, a vibe.
0: 20, 25, 30. And Clevy sees the water elemental now, as does Hello. Celine, right there.
1: Who's controlling Clevy? Me or you? Well, I'm controlling yeah, Clevy. As of duh. right now,
0: because Celine was the first to interact with her. We're gonna have Clevey go on Selene's turn. Um, so that went 30. This one moves 5, 10, 15, 20 to right here. And then this one's already on the back. So, uh, start with the one on the back.
1: No! Should my AC have increased? That's a 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. Dude. It just ain't fair. What did I ever and do a to 24 you? to hit. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Oh, man.
3: Well, maybe you would like to uh, rage now.
1: Yeah, you think? Hmm, hmm. Shut up, man.
3: No, I was watching the, uh, the Vox Machina uh, animated series on Amazon. And in one of the episodes, he's like i got two Rage now!
1: <laughs> I think you mentioned that before. So the he first really attack
0: funny. on uh, Zabak does 13 points of bludgeoning damage. And the second one does 15 points of bludgeoning
1: damage. Oh my god.
0: Uh, this one tries to attack Bolo. Uh, Hit. That's going to be a hit. And that's definitely going to be a hit. <laughs> eey, eey, eey. Bolo does not have a lot of hit points.
1: <laughs> I'm at like almost 50%. Seven, eight. Nine, two. Seven, eight. This
0: is not good. 12, 13. I don't like it. Bolo goes down. Oh, this thing smacks him twice and he goes down. Just go
1: push. Oh no.
0: um, and it is now Esther's turn.
1: Magic missile.
2: Uh, what, what?
1: Number four. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I gotta move closer. Um,
0: why do you have to move closer?
1: I don't have line of sight. Cause they're on a higher deck.
3: Okay, so, what's the size of this? What are the size of these creatures? They're large. You could probably see over Zebek's head.
1: I'm just gonna move forward. right
3: here. You can see it.
1: Okay, okay. I move. Can I roll a D four?
3: Yeah.
0: Sweet.
1: I need a d D4, babe. Huh? I need another D4.
0: So get another D set dice. I
1: just need the one. I got it. Sixteen points on number four. Thank you. No problem. How did I do? What did I win, Bob? One, two, three, four, 5, Six. Wow, you've won a new car. Cool.
0: He's not dead, but he certainly did not like that.
1: <laughs> Get wrecked, Scrub.
3: And it is Celine's turn. Uh since Celine sees it, he needs to give a uh, wisdom saving throw. Man, oh, there's the one. That's gonna be interesting.
0: Nope, not a chance in heaven,
3: hell, or on earth.
2: Oh man. Okay. Two d six.
3: Right. Three d six. Yeah, that's a uh, eleven thirteen points of psychic damage. And it has to use its movement to get it away from Celine. You said 13? Yep.
1: How's it looking? Um, like a scrub. That's uh,
3: the one I was being up on before, so it yeah, should be. In it. It's looking at about 50%. Oh boy.
1: Unfortunately, so is the back.
0: So it splashes its way back up to the front on the below deck. And that was Celine's turn, so, top of the order, the back. Alright.
2: Rage!
1: And number four is looking pretty bad?
3: Um. Yes. How's number four looking that bad?
1: I just watched. It's in just for been 16. taking
0: hits too. It's not looking nearly as bad as one
3: is. I'm gonna say one should one like I kung Pout it.
0: Yeah, no
1: one's not looking good. Rage and recklessly attack. Okay. Number four. Yes, thank you. Because the other one was a natural one. Okay, so that's my first attack. Thank you, with the bladed ore gonna be a dirty 20 to hit. That's a hit. I know it is. <coughs> and. D12. Yeah. That's gonna be five, 10 points of damage. On number four. Mm-hmm. And now for my second attack. Also reckless. Or can it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Oh, thank God, because it was another natural one. Oh! Okay. When well,
3: you make your first attack on your turn, so no, it's only one.
0: I'll give you the hit, but just remember that for the future. You don't want to do that once per round.
1: Well, I don't think it will hit anyway. Oh, 12 to hit? 12 misses. Okay, well, I'm there. Move. Um, I'm done. Okay. Um, then he has advantage on me now, but that's okay. Mercer. Actually, oh crap, it's not.
3: He's going to... Uh, I'm going to die. He's going to uh, Scorching me? Ray. Man. Uh, who? Mercer doesn't heal.
1: Screw you, Mercer. Number
3: three. Okay. So first uh, Ray, that's going to be a 24 to hit. That's a hit. Second Ray is a 26 to hit. That's a hit. Third ray, 26 to hit. So all oh. three hit. So first one, 8, 12, 19, 26 points of fire damage.
1: Ooh, In dead. total? Yes. Rock on, man.
3: And then bonus action, force cannon. Oh, Ooh. nice. Same one, three. What'd you roll to hit? Uh, that's going to be a 27 to hit. Yes. Jeez. Dude. 16, 17, 17, 18. Dang, dude. Wow. For an additional seven points of force damage. <laughs> Dang, dude. <sighs> He is at less than half. Yeah. He ain't looking too good. And then... <laughs> judges the distance real quick. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, he's okay. He stays where he's at this round. What <laughs> does that force cannon do? Oh, and it pushes it back five feet. This thing? Number three.
0: I thought you were shooting at number four. No, number three. You told me four this whole time. Uh-uh. No, I said
3: three the entire
0: time.
1: It's a
3: three. Okay, so...
1: I'm attacking 4.
3: <laughs> she agrees
0: with me. <laughs> I swear you said 3.
1: He's attacking 3. I'm I, paying attention. I, I, okay. What is this?
0: I got to redo numbers now.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Run that
3: by me again. You did 26 points and an additional 7. So, uh 33. Three? 26. All magical. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. So bypasses resistances. You'd have been better off hitting four,
0: but okay. And it pushed him back five feet. Yep. Is there like a strength saving throw
3: to that or something? Uh, no. It just
0: uh, if it, it hits,
1: it hits.
3: It's one of those like yeah, it just says, on hit, target takes two d8 force damage, and if it, it target is a creature, it's pushed up to five feet away from the cannon. So there, yeah, it just it's just like Eldritch blast. If you take the the evocation, the move them,
2: mm. it just moves them. Okay. A Warlock,
3: Artillerist, Artificer.
0: That'd be an interesting multi-class.
3: I've thought about it.
0: I would do still it. want to do the Artillerist, Artificer, Stone, Sorcerer combo. Just because I think that would just be wickedly nasty. heck yeah spells galore um okay so that was mercer's turn uh bolo needs to make a death saving throw
1: oh crap no it makes one yay i think of bolo like you're you're the
3: closest person to get over there but that that requires your action
1: oh do you want me to pull him to safety
3: well, you'd want you'd want to try to potentially do a medicine check to uh, stabilize it. Uh, can
1: I do that? Uh, but not... that's
3: an action. It's, it's just the DC ten. It's medicine. their turn. I don't
1: know. <coughs> I have zero.
3: Um,
0: so, like, so I'm
1: dragging the safety.
0: Big dude here has advantage on his attack rolls against the first attack. Just like reckless, it's it's the first attack. Just the first attack. Okay, so first attack on Zabak. That's a
1: 17 to hit.
0: Oh, yes. And the second attack misses.
1: Yes. Uh, I am a
2: god. Ha, ha, ha.
0: This one, bolos down, so this one moves to here. 5, 10, 15. No, it won't do it that way. 5, 10, 15. Tries to hit Esther. No. It's a 15. <gasps> no! And a 25.
1: Oh, crap. Yeah.
0: 25, I'm pretty
1: sure, oh. hits you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By, like, 10.
0: For eight points of bludgeoning damage.
1: Ew, not
0: great. And then this one... Comes back up here. 10, 15, 20,
3: 25, 30. There's yeah, Bob just standing there. <laughs> like, it always goes past, like, it past. And he's just like, and then it's like, and he's just like, and Sess is just
1: cir- slowly circling Bob's head. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Celine's like, if you got anything, I recommend you using it.
0: Oh, I didn't even do anything for Clevee. Yeah, that's why she says it. Right. Uh, Jeez. Wow. Okay. I need to pull that card out. Because...
1: Oh, don't let Clevee die.
0: Well, no, I didn't do anything for for because um, I said Cleavy takes her turn on Celine's turn, and oh. I didn't do anything that Clevee could have done. So. So
1: what is Clevee gonna do?
0: Well, it's gonna have to wait till her next turn. Oh man and Clevy doesn't really have a whole lot that she can do
1: okay hide Um,
0: and it is Esther's turn
1: okay number three's moved up to me
2: yep
1: which one looks worse four or three
0: um, at the moment, three does.
1: All right. Magic misses, son. At level one, because I burned up my level twos. I'm just, I'm in love with magic missile. What can I say? Everybody is.
2: It's a good spell. Yeah, man.
1: Never misses. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Almost max damage. So much fun. Um.
0: Sixteen points. Sixteen. Uh-huh. Rare. You guys actually make me pull the calculator out. Ah, uh, not that rare. Thank
3: you. Esther, does the back fall down?
1: What? No.
2: Come on, buddy.
3: Mercer jumps into the water. <laughs> Yay. He's like, he's going to drown anyways. Whether he's getting dragged or not, he's he's going to go out on his own course.
2: Exactly. Bye!
1: <laughs> he gets ready to puncture his bag of holding.
3: Actually, that's even a better idea. He jumps into the bag of holding <laughs> Wow! he is uh, jumping overboard. Oh, no. And with one arm out of the bag, just before it hits the water, he's just like... <laughs>
2: My world! Promise <laughs> solved, at least I don't drown. Tomorrow. Oh god, and
1: your arm is left behind. <laughs> He's dead. He, he doesn't,
3: doesn't need it
1: anymore. <laughs> <It's> just <bombing laughs> <in> the water.
0: <laughs> Alright, so that was Esther's turn. Selene? Uh,
3: uh, wisdom saving throw, please.
1: Oh. Get wrecked. Uh, it's a 17. Uh,
3: it uh, takes half damage, but it's not doesn't have to move away. Oh wow! That's that's uh, it takes four points of psychic damage, and that's halved. Okay. You said fourteen points. Four. Four. Points. That that was already halved because it was not okay. eight. All
0: right. Uh, Clevey looks at Celine, and she goes, "Can't those big gaseous things?"
3: Do anything?
2: Nope. Idiots. <laughs> well, well,
3: Bob Strass, the big cloud one, can only do something on uh, Mercer's command, and he's he's not really much of a fighter.
1: He's just a big, strong man. He's
3: kinda of squishy.
0: When something oh. says damage immunities. If it's a damage of that type, it means it doesn't affect it at all. Correct. Mm. And Cleavey would not be smart enough to know that. Uh So Celine sees Cleavey kind of fly towards this thing, swing its tail real quick, and tries to fly away. It misses on its attack of opportunity, but the tail hits and literally just splashes the water and does nothing, and she goes, Cleave goes.
3: That thing's immune to poison. I'm useless. Bye. Celine goes, go to the crow's nest. Hang out in Mercer's hidey hole. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And she comes flying out here. Celine yells, Mercer, make Bob Stratus defend!
1: Insulin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What? I don't know if he
3: heard over the commotion that's going on on up deck. What'd you roll? I only rolled a three. So with his perception, uh, that's gonna be a four. I think mean, he's too busy. uh no, he didn't hear it at all. Pretty sure he's uh, <laughs> too engaged at the moment.
1: We're gonna die. We're
2: gonna die.
0: Um, so that was Celine's turn. Back to the top, Zabek.
1: Alright, time to die. Recklessly attack number four. Oh, oh, oh. It's gonna be a twenty-six to hit. That's a hit. <laughs> yes it is. That's your first attack. That's my first attack, that's correct. Oh, Good
0: damage. Good boys.
1: damage. That's gonna be 13 points of damage. For my first attack.
0: Alright, let me get that figured out.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. For my second, second attack. attack.
2: Yes!
0: Did you roll a crit? I roll
1: an itch, looks funny.
0: It's a crit.
1: Yes! Did yes. it? Double the rolled damage, right?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Huh.
1: Oh. It's gonna be eighteen
2: plus five, so twenty-three. Wow. <laughs> I'm so
1: happy. This never happens to me, man.
0: Yeah, he ain't looking too good.
1: What do you mean he ain't looking too good?
0: How's he not dead?
1: They're
3: hardy boys. They have a lot of hit points.
1: I don't appreciate a walking puddle being strong, Boy.
3: They're around their natural element. What do you expect?
1: Uh, this is some crap.
3: Their natural element's larger than us.
1: What is what is the DM thinking?
3: DM's thinking stupid players should not have shot the water elementals with a fireball.
1: Yeah, Mercer. <laughs>
3: hmm, he's smart. He can be taught.
1: Come uh, maybe.
3: No. <laughs> After
1: Selene beats it into him, he
3: can... <laughs> Nah, he's, he's just...
1: He's gun-happy. Uh, Brother, you're gonna get us uh, killed. Uh,
3: do, 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 do. Okay, that was uh, Zabak's turn.
1: Was back, it is
3: Mercer's turn. Uh,
2: Finish him.
3: Real quick, he does a quick glance. Three, four. Who looks worse? Uh, four, but not by much. Okay, so he's going to turn on four real quick and he's going to uh, firebolt with a 14 to hit. Right on the money. Yes. And then bonus action uh, force bolt. Yeah, that's going to be a uh, 28
1: to hit. (laughs) Oh my god. (coughs) I'm not going to say it until it's over.
3: Uh, Eleven points of damage from the fire bolt. Oh yeah. And then the force bolt. Uh, additional eight, so nineteen points altogether. Yes. And then this one gets five feet. Let's see, here with you at that angle. Yep. Right into the water. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, if it's angry enough, it'll come back.
1: Well, I mean, maybe. He's probably too scared now.
0: <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, that was Mercer's turn. Bullo's death saving throws. Ooh, I rolled a 10. Ooh, Lucky man. Right on the money. Yeah, he'll survive. And... He will survive. The water elementals turn. So, 5, 10, 15. Uh, This one on Celine, that one on Esther. First, uh, we'll do Celine first. Um, Pretty sure that's a hit. I rolled an 18. Oh, yeah. And that's a miss because I rolled a 2.
3: Oh, so yeah. Unless an 8 hits you. Nope. Not anymore. She's a little bit more. Uh, defendy. Yeah.
0: Takes 10 points bludgeoning damage. Strong,
1: like, witch who's like and then
2: better
0: and it. And one on Esther. That's a miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a 21. Ooh, yeah. That's gonna be fourteen points bludgeoning.
2: Oh crap! As
0: it bashes you with a wet hand of water. Ugh. I
1: don't know how she is but. Okay.
0: And it is Esther's job. You said
1: fourteen points. Yeah.
0: It's two d eight plus four. I rolled a six and a four, so that's ten plus four.
1: Hi ho, hi ho, it's below decks I go. <laughs> I disengage and run away. (laughs) (laughs) Hi ho, hi ho, hi ho, hi no. (laughs) That's pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) Completely off the cuff, darling.
0: 5, 10, 15, 20. Which way are you going down
3: here?
1: Oh no, I forgot there's one down there. Um, I'm gonna like kind of hide behind Celine. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Celine looks at you and goes,
1: You're screwed.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, help <laughs> and... Fancy meeting you here. She
3: uh, uh she also says real quick mm-hmm. uh go tell Marcia to get a stupid Bob Stratus moving.
1: Heal me, man.
3: And it's uh Celine's turn. So she will
1: uh Yeah, I'll go tell him as soon as you heal me
3: use she'll use two charges on the staff. Thank you. So that's going to be two D four plus
1: two. So <sighs> oh, come on. Don't make me roll a new character.
3: So please. that's six point or no sorry. Eight points of healing, how you looking?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm at on a scale of one to twenty seven, I'm at like a thirteen.
3: Okay, and then bonus action She'll do healing word, and that's um, a d4 plus con modifier, or charisma modifier, which uh, so you get an additional five back. Nice. And that uses a first level spell slot.
1: Thank you. I'm feeling much better now. Let's die E. Or rather, sorry. I'll
2: <clears throat>
3: Excuse me.
1: What's next? Oh, kind of another DM.
3: Did four just swim away? Mm-hmm. Did four swim away?
1: Or did we actually end it?
3: <clears throat> um. Well, you
0: don't know what happened to four. Oh. But uh Celine and Esther from below deck can hear a uh, What? Which reverberates throughout the whole ship. Oh. This no. one sinks through the floorboards and back down into the water below the deck.
1: Who is it? Wait, nobody's <laughs> home.
0: And this one just dives into the water and
3: takes off. Oh
1: come on, man.
3: Mercer yells at him, you bloody cowards!
1: Man, I think we got bigger problems. Because I'm, like, on the stairs. Right? So I can, like, hear above and below.
0: And then... uh, Your ship... has stopped moving at this point. Oh. And you hear from somewhere over the deck, um... State your business in the city of the sea of Tesora
3: Damar.
1: Oh, our bad. We got lost. What are we doing
3: here? We're here for the Shard.
1: Oh, right. Um. Simply
3: put. You don't see anybody, but you hear that. Mercer just yells out, We're here for the Shard.
1: Man, don't tell them. That might be a bad thing for them.
3: What do you mean,
0: the Shard? I'm not familiar with the Shard. The Star.
3: We have no stars here. It's... I'm assuming it's buried in the depths of the water.
1: Under the sea.
3: Where are you? As Mercer starts wandering the sides of the boat, looking around trying to find someone he's talking to.
2: As you start to
3: look around, you
0: notice the whole front of the ship here. Mm -hmm. You see uh, eight merfolk, one of which is sitting on a seahorse.
2: As well
3: as four more water elementals, all poking their heads up out of the water. So he walks over there towards the the front of the boat, then, so back. he can actually see who he's talking to. The
1: back follows because ain't nobody messing with the short dude. Is Celine gonna like make me get out of the way to go upstairs or what?
3: Uh.
0: Slink inside, step one step to the left, and just she
3: she just kind of saunters up.
1: Hey man, don't leave me alone down here.
3: Then come up. All right, you're not alone. You got Bob Stratus.
1: Right, come on, Bob.
3: He stands there. Uh,
1: Call your Bob.
3: Well, Mercer's the one that controls it.
1: That's what she said to him. Mercer, call your Bob.
0: You hear howl from back there. So am I going to help the dwarf, or are we just going to let him sit there and die?
3: <laughs> Mercer walks over real quick. <laughs> Checks his pulse. You guys seriously forgot that Bolo was laying dead on the ground, didn't you?
0: <laughs> so I think he's passed
3: out. He's be pissed right now. That, that's that's going to be a... Uh, that's a nineteen medicine. He's fine. He's stable, <laughs> and walks back over. Oh
2: God! I'm
3: dead. Because <laughs> I'm He's assuming you made your death me. saving. You yeah, know. I rolled a twelve, but I wasn't gonna say it till I figured out what you
2: guys were thinking. Yeah, yeah.
3: So Mercer walks over, checks the pulse. He's fine. He's sleeping, <laughs> and walks back. Anyways, I leans over,
2: man.
3: leans over the the rail. Yes, we're here for the star fragment. My my compass points us in this direction. Give me a uh, persuasion check. Okay. Oh, no. I can't tell what that is. That is a 20. So that makes it a 21 persuasion for the non-persuasive, the worst character possible to have a persuasion conversation. Yes.
1: (laughs) It's because the back is like acting as your muscle, and he's intimidated. It just adds.
3: Does uh, does Mercer still have that rift shield he retrieved from the Blazing Isles? No.
1: Oh. No, we got rid of
3: that, a long, that. That got that got nuked a long time ago.
1: Oh. Does I he have he... a shield?
3: Uh, yeah. And the back buckler. He... It's it's no. I gave back. No, he does not have a shield. Crap. He needs to get a shield.
1: You can borrow the back.
3: Oh, Was the back shield back. in the bag? No, no, it was on him. So, yeah, he would still have a shield. It's just a regular... He, he swapped it out for just a regular wooden shield. Or, like, a regular shield. Oh, okay. Yeah, because his one that he got... The one that was all defaced got ruined.
2: Okay.
0: So she looks at you guys and she goes,
3: Well, I don't see anything that would indicate Black Rift. Oh, no. they We, we smoked no them way. on the spot. You didn't kill Black Rift. I sunk three of their ships. No, I'm just saying, if I well, run into them, I smoke them. hmm I didn't yeah. say I us, killed anyone sight. recently. Well, on I sight. mean, I did blow up a leviathan, but that's a whole other subject for mm-hmm. a different day.
1: Whole long portrait story. You don't want to hear it. Our scout said something about
0: a giant uh, sea creature dying, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was me.
1: Dead, gone. Not I even bones left. That, but... well, I we got some of Why would you know, I lie to you? You got rid of its bones.
0: I don't have
3: a reason to think that you wouldn't lie to me. Mercer just kind of holds up his hands like, nah. I did it. No, you didn't. I did too. I blew up its soul shard.
1: Oh, well, yeah, you did that. You didn't go with her. Him?
0: Them? Sorry. He just
3: argues with whoever's.
0: <laughs> what leads you to believe that your, your
3: shard or whatever it is is here in Testamara? He grabs the compass. Tesora Demar, excuse me. He grabs his compass and he's like, "This points me there."
2: Pew. Well,
0: I guess we can see if there's something we can do to help. Weigh your anchor and follow us down below the surface.
3: Uh, I have no way to uh, go under the water safely without drowning.
1: Yeah, neither. And no. I do not like the water. Right.
3: I can oh. go down there
1: for about an hour.
3: I am a land folk, no. not a sea folk.
1: Indoor cat.
3: Do any of you speak Aquan? Heck no. Uh, no. Okay,
1: oh. so Wait. you. Wait. I've never even heard that. it. I... It's common the language
3: of the common. water. That common Gnomish. Is common. And Celine. Common and Gnomish, but she also has She has comprehend languages. Yeah, but she wouldn't know to cast that because nobody's done anything yet. No, not at the I'm moment. She's asking what your languages are. Ba da ba 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 I don't know how
1: many languages the back is supposed to have. One, maybe two. Oh, okay. If turtles have their own
0: language, she would automatically know
3: that in common. Um, Yeah.
1: But beyond that... It's
3: usually... Got it. That's
1: why I didn't write it. So,
3: no, at this exact moment, no one does, but as soon as they start speaking in a different tongue... She gives a quick command, and so it's like two words... That's fine. Happens. Celine casts comprehend languages in case the language is spoken again. Okay. And it lasts for an hour.
0: So, okay. As I said, in Aquin, the uh, the female mermaid says something to two of her guards. They go below the surface of the water. They come back up, and they're holding something fish scaly. And she goes, "Here, put these on." How? It's a skirt. You wrap it around your waist after you jump in
3: the water. What? So, you know, jump down here in the water and then throw it on. Mercer puts all of the stuff in his bag. cinches <laughs> the bag. Uh,
2: Catch make...
3: me! Yay! <laughs> and he jumps over right after, like, right towards her. Two of the guards kind of ease you down into the water. Thank you!
0: They throw <laughs> the skirt onto you.
1: It's Ooh. not a skirt. It's a utility kill.
0: No, it, it's a skirk. He kind of hula hula in the water. <laughs> um, and Mercer <laughs> notices almost immediately that the bottom half of his body from the waist down is now a giant fin.
2: Oh. Has
3: gills across the sides of his neck.
2: Uh.
3: Like I said, he's kind of like hula hula, hula hula. And okay, I can see. do this. I can do this. I
1: see. All right,
3: the rest of you. So, uh, Celine comes... Fairly shortly, right afterwards, <clears throat> uh, cannonballs in uh, right near Mercer. <laughs> same thing. Two of the guards
0: immediately get her by the arms, help put the skirt thing on, and the same thing happens.
3: Oh, she's like, I'm a, I'm a fancy fish now.
1: Woo! <laughs> Esther, <laughs> Esther does a swan dive into the ocean. Okay. Whee!
2: It's
0: she get Esther gets caught by one of the water elementals.
3: As one of the guards come up and help her put the skirt on, Zevak so just belly flops.
0: Ah! Oh. <laughs> Sorry. And they're like looking at Esther, going, "Um, what's up?" Let's grab two. <laughs> Thanks. It. And somehow, unusual? Wait, wait, wait!
2: Try to rub my neck. Give me the top half
3: of it. It's like the little, like the old school uh, <laughs> Renaissance frilly neck thing, <laughs> but you got, you get, you get the I got a fish tail, head. you get the tail all the way up. To the, so you're just like a head in the face. <laughs> nope. She is a tortle mermaid. Turtle no.
1: <laughs> tortle maid? Sure. mer turtle. mer turtle.
0: But from the waist down, oh, you now have a giant fin.
1: Crocodile legs.
0: Nope, just a fin, a fish fin, made of scales, and uh, you can breathe normally underwater. So now you guys all have a temporary swim speed of 30 feet. Nice. You can breathe and hear. Gain a swim speed of 30 feet, may breathe, speak, and hear underwater unimpeded. Ooh, fancy. And like I said, the bottom half of your body transforms into a fin. At any point you take that off,
3: you are
1: Yeah. Yeah. No more fish fun. Right. I have a question. Hold
3: your breath first before you take it off. Oh duh. And don't be, you know, a couple hundred feet down underwater before the compression. Uh. Um, surprised how many people would do it. Uh. Mercer.
1: Idiot. So say one wanted to perhaps keep one of these wonderful skirts. How would one go about doing that?
3: Let's talk about that later.
1: But what?
3: Because they want us out of here.
1: (laughs) That was not in-game, okay? I was talking to the DM. Oh, well.
3: Either way.
1: I want...
0: We'll we'll discuss that later. Ah. So now that you all are half-fish people, so to speak...
3: Everybody dives underwater. Uh, well, st- well, before we before we dive underwater, uh-huh. um, Mercer's like, "What do we tell Hal on the ship?" Just stay here. BRB. We'll be back in a bit.
0: All right, we'll be here. We. I'm gonna drop something down into the water if somebody comes and attacks. So if you see a bottle come flipping down to you, that's why. I better haven't... not be. No, you don't have mine, so
3: never mind. Hmm. Mercer was thinking, uh, like, when he said bottle, he was thinking is uh, a stash, and he's like, wait, no, it's in my bag. He doesn't <laughs> have it. it
1: it's <laughs> safe.
3: Don't worry. Um, so,
0: uh, this mermaid lady introduces herself as <laughs> Azel.
1: Azel or Hazel?
0: Hazel cool. Azel. A Z E L. She is the captain of the guard, and she takes you to a golden spire that's just below the surface of the water. Oh, cool. Um, It is revealed to be just the topmost point of the massive golden pink palace at the center of a beautiful Merfolk city. Spires reach out into the ocean, and beautiful, multicolored lights arise up from the city. The shining colors, reflected from the top of the spider spire, not spider mm. spire, create golden rays that sit above the city, illuminating it during the day. From high above, the shape of the city comes into view. Opalcent sp- sp- <laughs> spires, Opalescent spires, spires.
1: spires.
0: I'm tired. And brightly me colored too. homes made of stone, coral, and shell spread out for miles. A massive trench borders the city to the north, a dark scar upon the ocean floor. <sighs> and I need you guys to give me a sec while I pull out the other map.
1: Alright. Oh. Good night.
2: Do-do-do. <laughs> That's all
1: you get. Never doing that again. I hope you're happy with yourself. <laughs> because I know I am. <sighs>
0: <laughs> All right. so you are now officially welcomed to TES- Tesora Damar um, and uh It's explained to you that you've arrived during a time of heightened security surrounding the city's annual abysmal festival. The tradition dates back to the founding of the settlement. Now it is a week-long festival involving elaborate costumes, incredible seahorse races, and people from all streams of life. Uh, Her and her guard are the ones who keep the peace and they were on first impressions left to assume you were another band of pirates similar to the black ripped ships that invaded prior and that was the reason for the attack Mm. it was led to believe that you were there for shall we say not good reasons so the first intent was for the the water elementals to simply escort you away from the city and when you attacked, they defended themselves, thinking you had become hostile. Which you
3: did. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, so the festival is intended to bring in wealth of commerce, and its success is vital to, to Sora DeMar's economy. Uh, Azel is going to guide you to the entrance of the incredible palace. Dozens of merfolk and other sentient sea creatures excitedly swim through the sea, watching merfolk jockeys mounted atop giant seahorses weave through the tangled city streets. Azel swiftly moves through the crowds and toward the grand entrance of the palace. Vibrant multicolored fish scales cover the floor in winding intricate patterns. The pearly walls stretch up to the wide decorated ceiling. Across the entire ceiling, a merle displays beautiful merfolk women in shining silver armor riding a giant black seahorse. The merfolk queen heroically faces down a horde of horrifying demons, hurling a mighty sword, the legendary bright scale, into their hearts. At the far end of the hall sits a large throne constructed of massive oyster shells. While Azel ushers you into the grand chamber, two merfolk are engaged in fierce debate on the other end, one of which is wearing a fine cloak made from shark leather with a silver crown atop her wavy red hair. The other is an aging merfolk wearing robes of knitted seaweed, his long green beard is tangled with small starfish and tips of his fins have turned white from age. Both are shouting and hurling rude insults at each other. Azel goes, ah, Regenta and Mako are at it again. Excuse me a minute, as she walks over storms out and exclaims, you're putting the whole city at risk! Hazel then introduces you to
3: the two of them. Uh, greetings.
0: Uh, Regenta just kind of walks past you. She is dis- seen as a refined stateswoman, well practiced at finding clever solutions and has been competent com- Competently governing the state of the state for over a decade,
2: mm-hmm. she quickly
0: stops, turns back, looks at the, all four of you, and goes, "My apologies for my behavior. Let me try that again. Welcome to Tesodamor,
1: Tesora
0: Te- hey. Te- Damar. Thank you. Uh, to what do
3: we owe the pleasure, landstriders? Uh, we are here to." To find a star fragment and hopefully be on our way very shortly. And what has led you to believe that your star
0: fragment is here?
3: Pulls out the compass. Pew! Okay. That's how. A
1: compass that doesn't point north?
3: It points to the shards of the star.
1: Our heart's desire.
0: Okay. It looked like your
3: compass already is full of shards. It points to the where these fragments have come from. So you're looking for additional
0: fragments even though you have a full compass.
3: No, I'm looking for the whole piece. My fragments come from the main piece. Mm-hmm. I'm here to collect the main piece. Okay. I don't know. And so all I'm needing is passage through here to be able to go collect it. And then once I've collected it, I'll be on my happy way out of here. So hopefully no fuss on either side of our parts. And I cause you no trouble and vice versa. Well, you're
0: free to ask around. I, Like I said, I don't know anything. This. Uh, feel free to enjoy the festival there's all sorts of things here
3: uh, do you guys take standard coin or is, do you guys have different currency well we have our own currency but coin falls into the water all the time so we take advantage of it when we see it so absolutely coin is perfectly welcome here okay just making sure absolutely didn't know if I needed to do you know some type of weird conversion or whatnot. right like
1: seashells to oysters or whatever
0: and in the back of Mercer's head, you hear Magnus, he hears Magnus going, We're in the swimming deeps. Why aren't we going after Scarlet Kate's treasure?
3: We are. The, the, that's a whole other subject. But you're, you're, but, but, but you're not. You're in the middle of the ocean. Sure, man. No, it's, uh, we, we take care of the quote-unquote major issue first, hmm? and then... We go after the treasure. Mm. Fine. Oh, trust me. I haven't forgotten it. I may have have lost the original map, but I haven't forgotten it.
0: If you say so. Uh, So, if you guys want, you are free to explore the festival, its events, uh, city districts. Uh, Various foods and souvenirs, or what have you. What are you looking for?
3: My astral Star.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You do notice that your compass is pointing towards the darker end that was mentioned earlier. That seems to be a trench that
3: goes deeper down into the water. Do I recall from the map that that's probably where kate's scarlet kate's wreck happened too no um scarlet kate's wreck happened because it was in the it was in the serene
0: it was in the serene deep it wasn't necessarily in the city of Tessor. no i'm
3: talking about like does would i get the impression that realistically it's probably in the trench too Yes, you do. Cool. So, really what I'm looking for is I'm asking around for anyone that would be a guide to the trench. Um. Even with fishy fins, Mercer still doesn't want to be in the water. (laughs) He wants to get the job done and get out of here. Celine says she has our lodgings taken care of going forward. Nice.
1: Thank you, my dude. Uh,
3: She took Lehman's tiny hut. Nice. So we get a space for eight (coughs) hours protected so we can rest. what it is you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a guide or someone that would uh, help with the exploration of the trenches. Alright,
0: and uh, you hear one guy refer to it as Capactol Capactolese Trench? trench but for the most part everybody's saying no for the same reason it's extremely pressurized down there and almost impossible to be able to breathe
3: well there has to be a way down there
0: You continue to look around. You come across uh, a lip that's overlooking the trench, and you see an old uh, stone shrine, not too far away from it, like not in the trench, but from being able to look down into the trench. You see back on your side of the trench a shrine that looks like a um, just a simple worn building. Go swim down to it. Uh as you get down there, inside a plaque is dedicated to Duchessa Salida, the ocean's savior and founder of Tesora de Mar. There's also a much older version of the mural that adorns the palace. Here too, the mighty queen is seen hurling her magic blade into the heart of encroaching darkness. Inside is a simple altar, decorated with bits of mining equipment, illuminated by fragments of glowstone along with a few large chests. The chests contain hooks, pickaxes, buckets, rope, and a few sealed jars of tar-like substance labeled yeah. kraken yeah.
1: Um,
0: If you want, you can make an arcane intelligent check.
3: 16. That
0: is right on the money. You look it over and upon closer inspection you realize that Kraken Slick is used as a substance used by miners to protect against the trench's intense pressure. Uh, The shrine itself is used by the local glowstone miners as a place to make prayers of safety before descending into the trench. It was originally built long ago by the first uh, Duquesa, to commemorate her victory
3: over the demons of the trench. So there's a couple buckets of that Kraken Slick? Uh, Two jars. Two jars? How much does two jars take care of? Uh, One jar per person. Um so he takes two jars and he replaces or like he takes two jars mm-hmm. and he reaches into his pouch and pulls out the pearl mm-hmm. puts it on the altar all right and from behind you guys you
0: hear a uh, somewhat familiar sounding voice from before
3: going what exactly is it you think you are doing uh well I need to go do investigations on the... Down there in the trenches, and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this Kraken Slick helps protect people from...
1: The intense pressure. The pressure,
3: and so kind of in combination of I am taking, I have replaced. Well...
0: While you are, uh... While you are correct, the Kraken Slick is used to protect against the pressure... Perhaps maybe it would be best to uh, talk to the owner of that stuff before, you know, trying to steal it. Are you said owner? I am, but if you're wanting true crack and slick, you're going to want something far more concentrated than what you've just grabbed in those jars.
3: Oh, I absolutely
0: do. Okay, well, perhaps we can sit and have a conversation
3: I set the two jars back down. I still leave the pearl there, though, at the altar.
0: Uh-huh. He goes, Now, I couldn't help but overhear you back up in the festival, but did you say you were looking for something that you believe is here?
3: Yes, I am looking for the star, the main fragment. And hmm. I know it is down there. Well...
0: that would explain a few things. Is this supposed to be some sort of powerful object of some sort? Absolutely. Well, there have been... Supposedly the trenches are home to sea-like demons of some sort that can't handle the lesser pressure of being up here, so they stay down in the trenches where the pressure is more adequate for them. Mm -hmm. But something
3: lately has caused a rustle down (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> <laughs> he just sighs. He just thinks back uh, giant overgrowth, volcano, Bobcla dog. Just like reliving all these issues because of all these shards, he just like... it's never easy.
1: Esther leans out, leans down and past your shoulder. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <clears throat> it just
3: seems to be life.
1: I know, man.
3: I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but... Oh, um, trust me. It's no news that I'm not already well aware of. I have noticed a,
0: an unhealthy level of growths from kelp, sea life becoming more aggressive, and miners
3: working in the trench have gone missing. Uh... Well, the thing is, is if we can remove the shard, the, the main fragment, it will help alleviate all of the oddities that have been happening.
0: Well, then I would suggest we figure out a way for you to get down there and we do it quick, because along with everything else is an eternal prison for a very dangerous demonic aboleth.
3: Oh, fantastic. It if it's not already right, cracked open.
0: Ihu Quan Kao. What is with these weird
3: names? Ihu Quan Kao. Has the eternal prison down here. Well, I would recommend we make haste, because past experiences tell me that we're probably going to deal with said demon.
0: Yeah, you may have to. However, I can't promise you're going to be leaving by the end of today. I can make you your Kraken Slick, your true Kraken Slick, but we're going to need to find some stuff in order for it to work. Well, what do you need, then? I need Kraken Scales, Nate Tears, and Sundown Seaweed. Each one is going to bolster the effect of the Kraken Slick, but uh, there's no knowing how long we have, so speed is of the essence. You point me in the direction, and we go fetch. You'll need to go into the city. I know that's where the ingredients are at. It's just several hands make light work. So me
3: searching by myself just hasn't been very helpful. No, that's fine. So Lee and I will go to one side of the market. You go to the other side. We work our way in. Aye, aye, Captain. Then meet back and meet back here.
1: You got it, man.
3: All right, so... One, two, three, go team. Go team. Break. Alright, so... Opposite sides of the city, so you're splitting up the party. It's who and who. Selena and myself go one side, Zebek and Esther the other. So... And we're going to tag team this and try to... Yep. Shoehorn the ingredients. So, you have up to two
0: days to try to find all the required ingredients. Each day is going to offer you three opportunities... So each character gets three chances to try to find this stuff. Okay. Uh, So, we're going to do investigation checks. Depending on what you roll on the investigation check will determine if some sort of an event happens and if so, what. well, it's going to determine what an uh, an event will happen and it will determine what the event is.
3: Mercer, 27. He's good at investigation. <sighs> Real good.
1: Yeah, I bet you are.
3: Plus right. eight.
2: <clears throat> oh. oh, no.
1: Not good, man. It,
2: it, it.
0: tell you okay so Mercer does find a uh, a naiad which is a fey spirit tied to elemental water Um, it's extremely rare to find one and so it's very interesting that one has, in fact, come to Tessora de Mar to perform. She is an artist named Luana. The power of her music performances are known to be legendary amongst the more folk of the Great Sea, and rumor of her appearance has spread throughout the city. So it's obviously going to be a very big performance. Now, since it's just Mercer and Celine, this is going to be... Uh, interesting Um, what caught Mercer's attention was the music being played solitary harpist plays and sings about loneliness and starting over her known strangely beautiful under the waves Uh, oh I already told you she's a naiad so I'm not going to make you roll a note check even though you're going to do it
3: anyway 18 just so you have it yeah so you don't feel bad giving it to me. Um So what do you choose? What do you do? He approaches with Celine and he's like, Hey. Eh? I think it's where we need to go. And Celine's like, oh uh, yeah. And he's like, it's music thing. That's that's you. You go talk. <sighs> Fine
0: just hear her playing her harp immensely amongst uh, so, you
3: know so they both approach but right. Celine takes the front and she waits for a pause uh-huh. you know so she's not interrupting right you know yeah. being being a performer herself she knows absolutely better
0: she uh she continues to play for a minute sees you ends the song and goes ah, I, I don't take very many requests so please make it a good one
3: and Celine says, um, "As much as I would enjoy the music, I'm actually looking for a very rare ingredient." And explains, "One, whatever the ingredient, uh, three that that we need for the slick." Naiad tears. Yes, um, she explains that you know we need naiad tears to. Um, develop this crack and slick, which allows us to travel down into the depths of the trench over there to collect um, a shard that's causing more ruckus with a persuasion. Okay. A really crappy persuasion. Of uh.
0: Well, I only ever cry for love. So, just 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 to try to force myself to cry in order to give you tears is almost impossible. It's, it's not it's not that simple. And almost immediately from there, you hear a murfolk from behind you guys go, "It's Luana! It's Luana the Knifehead!" She's actually here. She's really here, and
3: you start to just notice a mob of fans. So Celine grabs her instrument and goes, "I have an interesting story for you." And she tries to perform a, you know, sad love song. Uh, just before uh, Celine
0: starts, Luana goes, "No, no, 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 not right now. We need to get out of here because that mob is going to tear me to pieces. Please Ooh. help me get out of here,
3: Absolutely. and we can talk." Right, so Actually, uh, here, Lyman's t- uh, Lehman's Lehman's tiny, tiny hut. hut. Nice. Eight hours nice. of protection, and us three are the only three she admits in. So they, can, no one can get to her.
0: Okay. Um, she goes. What this this kind Of works, but this crowd is still here. We need to scare them off, make them go away. Something
3: they can pass through this area, and we are unimpeded. They will, they keep will be able to spend easily no more an hour trying to look for you here, and will not be able to see you after that time. They will go wander off, think you've left somewhere, and you are perfectly fine. The spell lasts mm-hmm. for eight hours, and only the people that I emit in are allowed to pass through and interact with us.
2: Um
0: she goes, okay. Let me think here. Music is considered an empowerment. A way to connect people to their past so they know which way to look towards the future. If we're to put together a song that can allow you to accomplish the goal you're trying to reach, I need to know about your past. So,
3: she. But there's a gnome and a human. Well, Mercer's just a little. Angry ball of hate. Hey. You know it's true. Shut up.
2: <laughs>
3: and uh, he just, he's, he's an oddity. He, he's where most gnomes like to tinker and work with other mechanical things. He enjoys explosives and uh, he's an oddity of, of his race, essentially. Uh, sticky fingers. Uh, he's like, hey, stop it. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> Try it. See what happens. And, uh, and he's just, you know, so he's, he's just kind of been on his own for a long time. Wandering and doing what he does. And I grew up in the streets. And... <gasps> have actually used my performances to make my, you know, get my rooms for the night, be able to have food, things like that. You know, so, the typical abandoned child. Um, I happen to, you know, find myself this very interesting instrument, uh, you know, called a, a Zulkun and it gives this very um almost kind of like a haunting tune. It's and for some reason, I've just I was drawn to it and have, you know, learned how to play it. and it's great for setting for moods for, you know stories and drama. And like I said, I used it to make a living and ironically enough, Ran the Mercer one one night at an inn, and how the two of us actually got together in the first place—only the high ones know. We, yeah, you know, it just—it works. We work, and that's how it goes. So a song
0: in a tavern essentially brought you two together. That and some mail. Yeah, ale. Okay, so I gotta ask out of game, did you just make all that up? Absolutely. <laughs>
3: Absolutely.
0: I honestly wondered if you guys actually wrote background stories for
2: your characters. I
3: mean, I like a like a very general like I mean again, like I said, she's you know, essentially kind of a, a lawful evil character. She's like one of those things like I do what I need to survive regardless mm-hmm. of, you know. I will follow you know, my rules, I won't cross certain boundaries, but again, if it's them or I, it's I.
0: So even if you and Mercer, if Selene and Mercer were in a position where it was either save Mercer or save herself,
3: she'd let Mercer go just to save herself? <laughs> But they, they have this weird chemistry, essentially. So it works, and he doesn't really care. And, you know, she lets him do his thing, type thing. So she pulls her harp back out,
0: starts strumming it, trying to think of something. And after about 20 minutes of just playing... She starts to put together a very harmonious melody That almost makes the two of you fall asleep Like a gentle Drift off into sleep Comfortably sort of thing Uh, Mm -hmm. And just as you kind of Feel yourself getting ready to go Wait a minute What? And just as that happens She pulls a vial out And you actually see tears come out of her eyes She puts it in and She goes That's very rare for me to do
3: that Consider yourselves extremely lucky. We greatly appreciate it. And again, you have, if you need, you have this protection for another seven and a half hours. I guess, well, if you still find yourselves
0: here in the city after the uh, Abismo Grand Prix, I'll be doing some other performances live, so you're more than welcome to come and see them. Oh, absolutely. All right, we're gonna hold there with you. We'll come back to. Is uh, it back and Esther? Yes. We either of them make an investigation check.
1: Yes. Oh man, they don't find crap. The do do? <sighs> back got an eleven. And Esther even less than that.
0: What it you're good. Doesn't matter what you roll, I
3: need to know what it is though. Four. You can do a brawl fight.
1: <laughs> fight me, Jimbo.
3: I would say probably after this this uh interaction, yeah. we'll call it night. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: As you guys, as Esther and Zabak are kind of looking around, yes, um, you're flagged down by a very desperate-looking Merfolk wearing a chef's hat and holding a spatula.
1: Oh no! Don't, don't he, make our contact. Right don't of make our contact.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, Excuse what's the, me. my name what's is.
1: What's uh, the matter, friend? My,
0: my name is Rodolfo Sandabella.
1: All right. What's your problem? You look desperate. Man, don't talk to him. No. Shh. Be quiet. Let me deal with this.
0: He, uh, he, he kind of motions both, of, please come on in. Please
1: come
0: on
2: in. Uh, come oh, on in. All
1: right. And leads you both this into bad uh, idea.
0: His, uh, his restaurant. And the minute you step, you both uh, kind of swim in the door, a number of unique scents of food and such hit your nose. Oh
1: man, I'm hungry now. It's that.
0: empty, but loud commotion echoes from the back of the house.
1: Um, he goes I my do newest that. dish is to
0: be unveiled this evening baked chul served on a bed of fresh seaweed and roasted sea bucket thorn oh i asked my supplier for fresh chul, but i didn't expect it to be quite so uh yeah and before he could finish explaining, planning a Murfolk uh, merfolk sous chef armed with a ladle is tossed from the back doors and into the
2: restaurant
1: oh that's bad oh that's um <clears throat> you guys think you can give me a hand? I got this. Esther, attack of opportunity? No, you don't even do initiative. Come on, man. Oh, I well, Esther got a higher roll there. Archer
0: must be kind of uh, irritated cuz uh him and Celine don't get to be part of the fight.
2: Meh. Aww.
0: <laughs> he had his own unique moment.
2: Poor Mercer.
0: Alright, uh, let's see here. You don't have a water ramp, do you? Nope. The beachfront, man. Uh, okay, well, we can make this work. Fold <coughs> this up, because I don't need it. Fold this one up because we're done with it for a moment. i go figure I pick the one that's got the worst. <laughs> that's very difficult
3: to see. Yes.
0: Uh, I'm losing miniatures. This right here.
2: That's the
0: restaurant that is the back and Esther got pulled into. as you guys come in this room right here is like your bar kitchen room everybody does cooking supplies are brought from this back room to the kitchen and from the kitchen brought out to the customers this door over here is the door that leads straight back into the uh, supply closet
2: Uh, I need something
0: large to represent. Base right here. That works. That's too big. I need that one. Alright, so it's going to go on an initiative of zero because you guys got a heads up I need an initiative roll. I, don't,
1: I did. Um, back got a ten and Esther nineteen.
0: so back and then this thing so this door right here is where you saw the guy with the ladle get thrown out okay so you know that the kitchen is back this way
1: well let's go man
0: all right so full uh, full movement over there
2: yeah
1: 5 10
0: 15 20, 25 30 come around the corner right here and you see this tool creature uh it looked like it was getting restrained by like seaweed rope and it broke through the rope and you see this large four-legged lobster-looking creature with oh. two claws no. and kind of a weird tail except it has a body that comes up to a head
1: Ugh. okay
0: looks like uh,
2: that
1: i very much do not like that <laughs> <coughs>
0: what does esther do
1: uh oh crap magic missile she still has magic missiles no she does not uh mind sliver make an intelligent saving throw
0: okay. that's a 14
1: oh crap yeah that just does it and, oh,
0: crap. And it had a minus three, I just rolled really high.
1: Oh man, that's crap. Well, uh, nothing happens and Esther moved all 30 feet, so she is stuck.
0: All right, the backstrom
1: turn. How many feet to get in front of Esther? Uh, 35. Perfect.
0: 20. If you were to slip through this corner, it'd actually be 25 right here.
1: 30, 35, 40. Where does 40 put me? 30,
0: 35, 40, right up to it.
1: That's what I want. Right here? Yep. Okay. Rage! And recklessly attack!
0: Don't forget you are in
1: the ocean right now. Thank you, Jesus. I'm using my bladed ore. Finally! Hallelujah. Only two
3: stories. Huh? Only two stories. You finally get the bonus. Finally! <laughs>
1: D12 plus 6. That's gonna be a 21 to hit, my guy. That's definitely a hit. Oh yeah it is. (sighs) Well, okay, that's 11 points of damage for my first attack. How much
2: damage?
1: 11. Okay. Oh! I almost forgot. I have to add a D8 of ice damage to that. Yeah.
2: That's why I I pointed it out to you.
1: That's gonna be another five. Okay.
0: Then second attack. Second
1: attack. Oh, yes. That's gonna be another 22 to hit. That hits. Yes, it does. Okay, so for my slash, uh, should I count count that? I wasn't quite ready.
0: Roll it in your box. Okay,
1: Okay. (laughs) it's the same number. That's fine. That's gonna be fourteen points of damage.
0: What did you roll to hit? Uh,
1: twenty.
0: Three, twenty-three. On oh, your second attack? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How so, much
1: damage? That was fourteen points of whatever played a uh, great axe, so slashing. Okay. And then one of these bad boys? Uh, three points of ice damage.
0: So seventeen total? Hmm?
1: And that's all the back can do.
0: She certainly pissed it off. Took <laughs> it down a third of its life already.
1: Dang! Tank gonna tank!
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: it's turn. Bet you were with me now, don't ya?
3: I got the rare nyad tears.
1: Not good. Ooh, 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 ooh. I gotta tangle with this stupid thing. I'm very tired.
3: Be jealous. <laughs> so it
2: laugh. swings
0: both of its pinchers at you.
2: Oh,
1: that's not fun.
0: And you swung recklessly, didn't you?
1: I sure did. Good thing, too, or I would have missed. And probably hurt myself. A 23 on the first hit. Oh yeah, that's that's your boy.
0: 21 on the second hit
1: right on the money and so for the first hit
0: that's an 11. Ooh. second hit
1: 11 again oh man
0: I need a dexterity saving throw. Uh,
2: ah!
1: You are trying to kill me. This is fine. This is fine. This might be just fine. 19.
0: Yeah, you make it... It tries yes. to... After it hits with the pinchers and attempts to grapple you, and it... Misses. Alright.
1: <gasps> back to Esther. Stupid little crab brain. Alright, um... Ooh. Ugh. I don't have a lot of good options here, do I? I think I'm out for some spells, too. I have two...
0: you do have sorcery points? I know.
1: I'm good. Okay, Magic Missile at level one. Oh man. 12 points damage.
2: Okay. This is going to be very bad. Very bad indeed.
0: Alright, All right. It's the back's turn.
1: Alright. How hurt does this thing look?
0: Um, you have it less than half of its hit points.
1: All right, for my first attack, a regular old attack. Ooh, 18 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, it is. 15 points of damage. And then another 5 ice damage, so that's 20 points.
0: 20 total?
1: Yep. really not looking good. For my second attack. Oh, 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 that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's definitely a hit. Yeah. That's Fourteen points of damage.
0: Yeah, this thing is pissed as a hornet at you right now.
1: (laughs) Is he bloody?
0: Oh, he's well past bloody. Yeah. One One point syndrome? You're seeing sops of blood hang in the water now. Uh. He's not down to one hit point, but he's way, way down there.
1: Uh, okay. It's that thing's turn. Yep. Uh, you didn't recklessly attack this time. I did too. not!
0: Okay, so he gets normal rolls. That's a miss. That's definitely a miss. Yeah!
1: Aha! I'm too fast for you, laddie!
0: So, back to Esther.
1: My last magic missile. For the biscuit. For the biscuit. 17 points of damage. Total. Total. Kill it. Yeah! Get wrecked, son.
0: So with that last blast, you just and this thing just goes down.
1: And I'm useless now. Let me...
0: So now that it's gone down, uh, Rodolfo comes running in and goes, You did it! You did it! I need to check it! I need to check it! comes running up and he starts looking it over. Um, you see him taking weird-looking uh, sea-like tools that uh, are used for cooking and he's peeling away shell. Uh. He goes, Yes! Yes! There's definitely enough meat here for me to fi- finish my meal. If the two of you come back tonight for the grand opening, you're going to get the best meal of your lives on the house. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, if you'll excuse me, I really need to get back to work. Go for it, man. And that's what we're going to call it. nights.
1: All right. Sleep tight. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'm
0: tired. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.